Welcome to my podcast. Here's Spiros McGarris. I have a dear friend, John Dorth for Workday, and we're going to talk about how Workday uses AI in the financial services. May I ask you to introduce yourself to my podcast listeners? Sure John? thing. Yeah, my name is Jen Durth. Um, I've been at Workday for about four years, um, and I lead the team of product managers specifically focused on Office of the CFO machine learning features. You know, we hear a lot about AI, but what are the trends you see from your side in the AI space and the financial services? Um, so just a really, really quick context and background on Workday in case your listeners are unfamiliar. Please Workday do. helps customers very simply just manage their people and their money. When we talk about financials, we know that on the money side, it's all about managing risk. Risk of bad data, risk of late data, risk of human error, risk of mismatched data. So managing risk really goes hand in hand with automation um, if you trust your automation. And so AI ML we see here at Workday is really critical for both parts, uh, the risk management part, as well as the automation piece. And it really helps us develop products that use AI smartly to identify risk and propose action, and then maybe even eventually um, taking automatic action. Uh, in terms of trends, uh, what we're seeing from the financial side, I read an industry report that core accounting staff has increasingly high turnover, something like 300,000 accountants quit, quit in, the, in the US last year. Uh, another piece I read from Fortune highlights that there's really been a spike in chief financial officers, CFOs, uh, becoming CEOs. Uh, so last year in 2022, 33% of S&P 500 CFOs changed jobs to become CEOs. Um, 33%, that's like a third. Uh, and that's compared to 8.8%, less than 10% in 2021. So our vision is to accelerate the global transition from tactical to strategic finance. Um, so talking to finance users, you hear things like, it's not about the output from my variance analysis that makes me feel fulfilled. It's whether or not the business truly pivots or makes substantive changes to their operations as a result of my output that makes me love my job. So, you know, our tools not only help with day to day, it really helps with retaining talent. Uh, highly qualified talent wants to spend their time on strategic work, not tactical work. And so you see how like solving financials really does help customers also solve for HR. Uh, the two tie sides are inextricably linked. People silo them all the time, but they really are two sides of the same coin. Uh, you need both to run your business, which is why we believe Workday is uniquely positioned to play in this space. Very nice introduction. What, what's the main way your customers are using Workday uh, today? Um, on, the, on the financial side, you know, everyone's talking about automating away the drudgery. You know, we heard from customers, however, that going from everything manual to moving over to everything touchless really mm -hmm. is too much of a leap. Um, there really has to be this interstitial where we allow users to trust but verify. Um, and that's why we're really focused on three main goals with our strategy. We have explainability. So that's how we're going to build trust into the system, into the core of how we ship AI. Um, automated analysis. So I'll give you an example of this right after this. And yeah, then please. start moving towards touchless transactions. So with all of that as a scaffolding, I'll tell you a story about customers using AI features today. Um, I was on a call with a customer you know, a few weeks ago, and we learned a customer was using Journal Insights, which is our anomaly detection tool for anomalous journal lines, and they caught a $75,000 anomaly. 
Um, customers are using our AI features to help manage risk, looking at the transaction level detail for journal lines and expense reports, but also helping them do their jobs faster, like with customer payment matching and work tag recommendations. So one of my favorite customers is in the healthcare space, uh, and they're also heavily involved in research for healthcare as well. Um, and they recently saw a 60% increase in invoice and payment volumes due to this growth in research. However, they had a 0% increase in full-time employees. So they've been able to consume and process higher volumes without having to add additional headcount because of those efficiency gains from using our product. Um, and they've also seen a 50% reduction in manual effort due to auto application and intelligent recommendations that eliminate the investigative work. Separately, using our internal dashboard, we also found that um, our features, which are around like prompt recommendations, work tag recommendations, um, they're saving customers on average a few hours a month by because clicking through top five recommendations is way faster than the old way. So we're just not tackling one to two use cases a year with this technology. We're shipping these orders of magnitude faster by really leaning into our platform strategy. Is it, uh, do you feel like, uh, do you feel the big interest we have in AI? Is it like something that uh, you feel that your customers are asking you actively, you know, what are your solutions, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think, you know, since, I'm sure you all have heard this uh, statistic, you know, ChatGPT is the most successful product um, since its launch, right? It was mm -hmm. the first product to actually have 100 million users within uh, the first month of its launch. Um, and so since then, I, I feel like uh, we're all strapped to a little bit of a rocket ship. <laughs> and so customers are asking for it, um, but they're also very thoughtful about it. Because again, the stakes feel really different when you're working um, using, you know, it's easier to use AI for ChatGPT, uh, querying when you're trying to do it for your homework or you're trying to do something else. But when you're applying it to run your business, um, it definitely feels a little bit different. So we get asked just as many questions about how are you planning on implementing this with AI safety, AI risk, ethics, um, things like that as well. So um, we have a we have a pretty, pretty in tune <laughs> customer base here. Is it uh, something I would like to ask you? Why do you think uh, work is more well positioned than others and what you're offering in the AI space for financial institutions? Yeah, I would say, you know, thinking through it, we have a pretty, I guess I would call it comprehensive picture as opposed to niche players that are only automating AP or only automating AR. Uh, we have so much rich data about how our customers run their business. We see Workday as this digital backbone. And we, we, I don't know, we spend a lot of time talking about what backbone means, but it's like, oh, if you think about your backbone, it helps you pivot, it helps you adjust, um, really. So then, you know, helping the customers realize their full potential of their people and money um, by looking into the data. Uh, we feel like there's a pretty strong asymmetric upside for Workday to continue investing in AI and ML. If you think about the richness of the data we have, we'll be able to make so many predictions on so many functions of the business from inferring user intent you know, across 60 million users to financials forecasting or generating accurate scenarios to be able to predict resource needs based on skills, market trends, HR, candidate data, like kind of bringing in over the financials, um, the overlaying the HR data as well. So um, I feel like that really comprehensive holistic picture 
uh, is something that really differentiates us. And again, you know, data is the lifeblood of machine learning. So absolutely. Yeah. So I assume that you help your customers not only the efficiency of uh, of their processes, but also in the insights of their customers. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, that the you know one one difference between how we think about things on the OCHRO side um, and the way that we do it on OCFO side for now, um, how we've been doing things, there are more global models when we think about it on the OCHRO side. So, um, you know, Workday has been a real thought leader when it comes to skills cloud, um, forming ontologies, you know, people believe in a skills driven HR strategy, etc. And so a skill essentially can be more globally applied. So if you're a Java developer, um, you know, at a small startup versus a large enterprise, it's still the same skill. However, on the financial side, um, the data and the patterns really matter in our unique footprints for that business. You know, even with accounting, you know, when a business decides to recognize revenue is very specific to the business. And so we actually build um, tailored tenanted models on the on the on the financial side and I think again um, you know the gold mine of data that we have uh, really is something that's going to differentiate us when we are able to look so specifically and build specific models um, depending on the tenants in order to increase the accuracy a lot of companies which are not um, specifically uh, have a specific USB in the AI space you know they don't have enough data science or they, they I mean, <laughs> They have right. the data, but uh, basically, I mean, they don't see the whole potential, or maybe they see it, but they, they can't apply it themselves, the full potential of the data and the insights yes. that derive from it. I mean, how is work they're helping their customers in that respect? Yeah, that's that's a great point, Spiros. Um, that's actually something we've been talking a lot about, which is we want to, you know, the, the data and ML literacy rate is pretty low. <laughs> you know, most customers have little to no data and science resources on staff. So it's daunting. They don't understand it. They don't know how to how it arrived at its recommendations. And so we're hoping to be able to build that as all one, you know, suite. We always say, you know, the mission and vision on the ML side is to build intelligent compute into the core of Workday. Um, and as we've talked about already on this show, Workday just has such a huge footprint. And so yeah. when we think about it, we want to make sure that um, we're building in things like explainability, configuration, we're going to get it wrong. Actually, we originally made the mistake of thinking, hey, ML products coming out of Workday, they need to be 100% turnkey out of the box. But actually, when we've been listening to customers and hearing the feedback, um, because of how high um, accuracy of our models need to be, we need to allow customers and users more control over the models um, to help have them partner with us, provide the tweaks that really tune the models more quickly, giving us some of that reinforcement human uh, reinforcement learning human feedback. And that's really going to be key. So, you know, when we think about our financials users, the stakes are really high, right? Um, it's easier to use AI for something like a chat GPT query because it can be 80 to 90% accurate. You can edit that last, you know, yes. 10 that no problem. But with financials, the downsides can be as drastic as jail time. And, and I'm not trying to be flippant here, but wanting to set the context that using AI to run a business is very different than casually applying generative AI to a homework assignment or generating a V1. Oh, of of description. Right? That financial space has a higher bar in terms of accuracy. Um, and so, yeah, I think like we are really deeply understanding 
our users, we spend tons of time talking to customers. And then from that understanding, hey, if they don't have the data science resources on staff to do this, then how do we make this, you know, they feel like they're still in control, that they can trust the AI and they understand uh, what it's doing. That's, you explained it very well. I have another question, you know, I mean, something that the CFO CEOs probably think about it, you know, they like to deploy AI, but uh, they're afraid, I mean, they're afraid a cultural thing. How do we convince their employees that uh, we are here, I mean, Workday is here to help and not to replace them? Because if they feel they get replaced, then obviously there will be an obstacle uh, to deploy AI in the first place, although you need it to compete. But uh, how, how does Workday address that kind of fear so what we're thinking through, um, again, with the whole touchless transactions move and, and the movement towards automated analysis, we really do think of it as um, kind of like a co-pilot, right? Like it's not taking over, um, it actually will be an assistance to you. And again, kind of what we discussed at the beginning, I think when we talk with our customers, folks want to be working on the strategic side of things. Like they really like engaging um, into higher level discussions and, and the strategic side of running the business. We eventually can also assist with things that are more strategic by helping to generate multiple scenarios when you think about financial forecasting and planning, et cetera. But again, it's not making the decision. There's still always human in the loop. Uh, and I think that'll be really important um, for us to carry forward as we do our messaging. So if I sum up the last point you mentioned is, you know, besides of helping uh, the employees and the management to focus more on strategic uh, uh, issues, uh, it will enhance probably also skills uh, of, you know, would make the workers more efficient, you know, because they, they can leave, you know, the classic boring stuff as much as possible. Yes. By AI and focusing more on, things that add value, that mm -hmm. different value, human value. Those are the things, um, again, you know, that, that I, I just remember pausing when I read that statistic of like 300,000 accountants quit last year, right? Like people don't want to be doing only the, um, the, the, the low level thinking. They really want to be engaged in the higher level. And, and, and we do see Workday as a tool that helps with talent retention um, really inspiring users. If, if they're spending, you know, 80% of their time fighting a system because they can't get their data in, or it's not coming out the way they expect it to, um, that's not that yeah, that's not a pleasant experience that makes people love their jobs. We really want to make sure that we're building in delight um, and that we're helping them where they want to be helped um, so that they can really reallocate that time to doing the tasks that they love. We talk about uh, now some uh, use cases uh, work in the financial industry that Workday is working at, and uh, you know, is that something I forgot to ask? You know, or is something that Workday would like to tell the audience who's listening? Yeah, no, Spurs, thank you so much for this opportunity. We are like always really passionate uh, to be able to speak to it, but also we're such big fans of your show. Um, you know, we talk about similar top topics at the Workday podcast. So if folks want to tune in, you can just search Workday podcast on all the major podcast platforms, or even just find the entire catalog at workday.com slash podcasts. Thank you very much. I will actually have a link to the podcast because okay. we're here to share knowledge. And, okay. you know, I hope I have you again on my show. And it was really not very a great 
podcast. You know, you were very passionate, very knowledgeable. And I want to thank my audience. I want to thank Workday. I want to thank you, uh, you Jane, for, for having time today. And, um, you know, people can reach out to, uh, to Workday or to me, uh, to Jane. I will have all the links uh, again on my website. And thanks again for being on my show and uh, shed some light on some of the work Workday does in AI. And again, I would like to stress Workday is so much bigger, but we, we shed some light here on on some aspect of the financial industry that Workday is very involved in and excels at it. Thank you very much. Thanks so much, Spiros. Uh, it's really been a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks. Thanks.